Larry Weber is an educator, author, and naturalist, and he joins us every Friday for Backyard Almanac. Larry is, as ever, on the line. Good morning, Larry. Yeah, good morning, good morning. Uh, I hope you uh, handled the snow okay yesterday. <laughs> Managed. Uh, the, uh, the weather service reported about three inches of snow. Nothing <clears throat> was extremely hard snowing out here. Maybe the biggest concern was that there was a wind with it and there was a lot of blowing snow. I think at my house we got a little bit more than three inches, but nevertheless, it was not a crippling uh, storm whatsoever. Uh, the weather has been the topic, uh, always the beginning topic every week, and I plan to continue that. Uh, it's kind of interesting how last uh, month, the concern as we were getting further along in the month was, was, were we going to set a record for the most amount of snow for December? And it went right down to the last couple hours. But yes, we did set a record for the most. This month, January, no, we're not going to set any records. We are a little bit above normal in snowfall, but it's nothing to concern about a record unless we got a major blizzard, which is not in the forecast. However, we are approaching another record, and that is uh, the warmest January on record. The warmest January on record happened not really that long ago, 2006, and the temperature for the entire month was 23.8. Now, this compares to a normal of somewhere around 10. So way, way above normal, warmest January on record. There was only one day that entire month that the temperature got below zero degrees at the Weather Service. That is absolutely amazing. And for northern Minnesota, it's even embarrassing. Well, this month, we are challenging that record. As of this morning, the temperature for the entire month month is 22.6. We are still more than a degree below normal. According to the forecast, there is an outside chance that we might break the record, but I really don't think we will. But nevertheless, there is uh, we've gone a different direction for this month. And the Weather Service has not recorded not one not a single day of below zero. The coldest has been on the 6th when the temperature at the weather service was uh, one above. At my house here, yes, we did get below zero. So, yes, a real turnaround for this interesting winter that we're going through. We are having uh, other things of note going on. <clears throat> we, are, uh, we are having some, oh, yeah, there is one interesting statistic, and that is even though we're not far along in uh, snowfall, we are way above normal in precipitation, like twice above normal precipitation thanks to the rain that we got last week. Rain in January is something that we don't usually count on, but there it was. There are astronomical events that are going on. We passed, the, a few days ago, we passed the, uh, the threshold of nine hours of daylight. This is the first time since around Thanksgiving that the daylight has been that long. The next one we moved towards is a couple days from now. Uh, this is the 20th of January. On the 24th of January, we will reach sunset at 5 o'clock for the first time again in months. Uh, it is very noticeable that the sun is setting later now, more than a half hour later than it was in early December. The sun rises continue to get earlier, and so the days are getting longer. And perhaps that's why on my walk this morning, even though it was 18 
18 degrees and we had just gotten a new snow and it was cloudy, I still heard a woodpecker drumming, which is almost always a sign of something that happens in uh, in late winter. Other astronomical events, yes, we have we are in the new moon phase as the new moon starts to well as it continues as it is about right now we can also see the planets starting from the the west at sunset there's venus then there's saturn jupiter and mars they have all been visible well we're going to get an addition to that right now starting a couple days ago visible a couple days ago and continuing on through pretty much the rest of the month, there is going to be a comet. The comet has been uh, called Comet ZTF. Comets tend to get named after the founders, the the discoverers. And uh, anyway, comets can vary a great deal. And sometimes you can see a comet with naked eye, and you can see the tail, as we've had a few examples of those. Then there are those like this one, which are not going to show up that way. Uh, to see this comet, we need to probably have binoculars and look between two constellations that are both well-known, and that is the Little Dipper and the Big Dipper. And we take a look at when we can see them, and we see what might look like a kind of a fuzzy cotton ball. And that will be that, that will be the visible of the comet. And comets are always spectacular things to see, though they are not sometimes a long tail. And unlike meteors, they don't go across the sky quickly. They will last in the sky for a couple of weeks before they get uh, too hard to see. So some astronomical events going on. In addition to that, I have been looking at the birds at the feeder. We really had an interesting example of how the birds, how they look at the feeder uh, last week. When the temperatures got as mild as it did, we had 30-some degrees. So the warmest temperature of the whole month happened a few days ago at 35 degrees. And uh, the birds don't go to the feeder. They pretty much avoided the feeder. Yes. Why? Because they really do not need the feeder. They will go off and try to find food of another type. That food of another type might be seeds from other plants, or yes, it might be insects. When we have mild days like this, there are some insects, namely some crane flies, that become active at that time, and so they might be all going off to find those. So they really don't need the handouts that we give them, and of course they will take them if it's available and if the temperatures got colder. So it was interesting to note that yesterday when the temperatures started to get colder again and the snow moved in that the birds returned to the bird feeders and I found the usual ones the chickadees and nuthatches and the woodpeckers the blue jays all arrived again yesterday so it's interesting to note that changes I have not yet seen finches at my bird feeder since the first of the year and uh, I would like to see them last year it was this date January 20 the first time red poles showed up at the bird feeder and then once they showed up they remained for the rest of the winter so i haven't given up on it yet i have seen many winters where finches are more common in the latter half of the winter winter than they are in the beginning so we could still have them we do have goldfinches in the area there are pine grosbeaks in the area and there are a few other finches in the area but i have not been having very many myself it's still a possibility to happen uh there are plenty Plenty of uh, animal, mammal, mammal tracks out there. I noticed once again with the wild, milder temperatures, 
and walking. The deer were active. The coyotes were active. This is the breeding season for the coyotes, and that's why uh, even though we got a new snow, I saw fresh coyote tracks this morning. Uh, the squirrels continue to be active. The mice and the shrews and the rabbits and the hares are all active. But there's two others that might have shown up. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody else saw them. I did not see them, and that is the skunks. They often wake up on these kind of, on the mild days like we had last week, and the raccoons and they start moving around uh skunks more likely than raccoons and anyway when it starts to get cold and snowy again they go right back to sleep this is another uh, milestone in the, in the world of phenology and that is it is late january late january when the black bear cubs are born oh yes a, a strange time but that's when it starts to happen to them. So, once again, plenty going on. We've got another 10 days of January to go. Will we break the record for the warmest January on record? I, I don't think so. But we'll see what Mother Nature has to offer. And, of course, get out and take a look. Take care. Thanks so much, Larry. Really appreciate it. Makes me wonder what we're going to be dealing with when February rolls around. What record is February going to be aiming for? Well, that is Larry Weber. Larry is an educator, author, and naturalist, and he joins us every Friday for Backyard Almanac.